and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia, and I am here today with my co-host, Ashley. And we are here to talk about a very niche experience (laughs) that we both share. Yeah. See, me and Ashley both grew up in a very unique subset of humans, (sighs) which were children who were homeschooled during the early 90s and beyond. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And uh, we're here to talk about, um, I don't know about your experience, but mine was definitely in, like, the Christian homeschool communities. And uh, this is not a podcast here to... I don't even know how to say it. Uh, Talk badly about my parents' decision to homeschool me. I'm actually really grateful I was homeschooled. Or, you know, to poop on the content they let me watch they let me watch a lot more than this i was gonna say i was i was a christian homeschooler of the variety that was allowed to watch disney channel and wear pants exactly same same we weren't fully submersed into the culture we weren't those homeschoolers (laughs) you know but you run adjacent you know and like if people looked at us they knew yeah probably probably i feel like you can't escape that no But that's the thing. We're here to talk about a subset of the culture that we were a part of. <laughs> and that is acceptable media, right? Yeah. Well, that's just it. Because <laughs> I was allowed to read and watch all sorts of things yeah. that I knew I couldn't connect with my peers about. Right. So that's kind of what my list has been curated to be, is the, the safe topics yes. that I could potentially connect with my peers about in the Precisely. community. Yes. <laughs> That's well well said, well put. Oh, man. Now, before we get into our lists, in my experience, there was, like, two safe, two safe roads you could take. Mm -hmm. The safest one was historical fiction. Yeah. And the other possibility was fantasy. But... Mm. Interesting. There was two authors, basically. It was very limited fantasy. Yeah. It was, you know, Tolkien and Lewis, because they were yeah, good right. Christian boys. Right. I I didn't... From, I, but that was a wild card, because you got some of the <clears throat> extreme fundamentalists... Magic is bad. ...poop on Tolkien and Lewis. And I, magic is bad. I was always ready to fight them. <laughs> <clears throat> is that what you experienced, too? Yeah, except for I'd never experienced the fantasy side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. There was an animated movie that I watched as a kid. Sure. Um, and then I watched the live action when it came out and liked that. I don't know if I've ever read the book. I think I may have as an adult, but mm-hmm. we were not um, traditional homeschoolers. Yes. Well, and I just had that as a side note on here. I really didn't include the fantasy mm-hmm. on my list. I would have none of that. Um, but... I would say that was safe to say that that was a possible inroad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they also like that, then we were going to probably be besties, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. And yeah, here I am. <laughs> what do you mean you love that? <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Now, before also we get into this list, I feel like there's two elements to the historical fiction aspect of this 
and I'm not sure which one really ruled out. And I think one is for a lot of parents of these kids, they go, I'm familiar with something that's older and none of the new stuff. And I don't trust any of the new stuff. Sure. Teaching my children the new values. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach them the good old fashioned values that I grew up with. I at least know what's in those books. Mm -hmm. Even if they have their own bullcrap that they grew up with, it was familiar and not scary new agendas. Right. So. I mean, valid. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. (laughs) I think that was part of it. Um, I think another part of it, which I find very fascinating because it's happening right now or the last two years is that cottage core I think was like really popular as a subgroup in the 90s as well from everything I've heard about like the 90s really went through a like let's return to the homesteading prairie aesthetic mm-hmm. like the geese with the little blue bonnets that you see in the thrift stores the moms with their apple kitchens you know <laughs> their flower kitchen things. I mean I feel like that was I mean not to say that the the crunchy people were birthed in the 90s because I don't mean that but I do feel like there was some of that as well there was where it was like well we're gonna make our own food yes we don't trust the government yes we're keeping our kids out of school well that's just it no processed sugars and you see that now too the people who are homeschooling now do tend to glom onto that cottage court aesthetic they they is it an aesthetic if you actually raise geese (laughs) oh that's just it They, they they are doing that thing they are living that way yeah and so the content they're raising their kids on is probably the same content because it's just their whole thing, you Maybe. know? Um, but another thing to say about our mothers having that like cottage core moment in the nineties is like, my mom certainly did not. She had some geese. She, <laughs> real geese or fake geese? Fake geese. <laughs> yeah. They had bow ties, <laughs> bonnets. Yeah, bonnets. She had, like, the patchwork bears, too. Yeah. That was, like, a whole she line. She still has of, those. Yeah, that was, like, a whole line that came out. They're Boyd's bears. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, Get educated. For my mom, at least, and I'm sure a lot of other moms in this uh, era, like, they were kids in the 70s, mm-hmm. which is when, like, Little House in the Prairie was literally on TV. Right. So it's probably something they liked, you know, mm-hmm. their whole life. And then they shared it with their kids. Sure. As well. So I think it's just the double whammy mm-hmm. of, like, we're not going to, you know, let our kids watch that new stuff, which obviously our parents did. But a lot right. of people in that cu- culture didn't, along with the... Well, I mean, to be fair, we also ate it up. Yes. Like, yeah, I watched Disney Channel, but I also have loved Dr. Quinn since it aired. Exactly. So. Exactly. Dr. Quinn, is that on your list? Absolutely That's it is. a little sexual. <laughs> You're right. Some of the moms would not approve. That's true. You're right. I can rank them by purity if you'd like. <laughs> anyway. Let's start. Okay. I just automatically ranked these by purity. In my <laughs> by brain, purity? So, yeah. Are you starting with sluttiest? Or? I'll start with the cleanest. Okay. Do you want me to start? Go for it. Okay. We'll probably have some of the same ones on our list. I'm I'm curious because I don't I don't know if this was uh, something that you delved into because one of my uh, eras. <laughs> <laughs> 
is like Taylor Swift. Um, <clears throat> I had an Amish moment. I have a little side note. Amish romance, for some reason, is acceptable. For some reason. For some reason. Exactly. And I do feel like there's a category of, like, Harlequin romance that probably dives into the Amish way of living. Probably. I'm not talking about that. No, I'm no. talking about the purest of the pure. Beverly Lewis. Beverly Lewis. She's got some good books. But she has so many books. So many I don't books. know if I ever read her books. Um, like, I feel like she was, like, a phenomenon. There was a long period of time where it was, like, yeah. every Christmas we're getting Mom another Beverly Lewis book. <laughs> um, and I don't know if I ever read those because I feel like that was really happening when I was a kid and those were adult books and I just didn't care to get into that. Right. But there were kids, like, YA juvenile fiction books. Not YA. That didn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, Amish series that I remember reading and one of them was just like their names it was called ellie's people apparently i looked it up okay and the first book was ellie um and then there's like rachel and rebecca and i think there were a couple of boys like daniel and ruben maybe there were more um i don't remember what happened in those but i remember reading them Mm -hmm. um i specifically remember this really stuck with me and i don't know if it was one of those books or if it was like an adult amish romance christian fiction obviously inspirational christian fiction we don't we can't call it romance (laughs) you're right that's too sexual (laughs) um we're just there to inspire all the girls to become wives not yes romance novels but i remember this one where the guy called the girl um his little bluebird because she liked bluebirds. And it was really sweet. That's cute. And, you know, it's been 20 years, and I still remember that. Um, I don't remember what book it was, but I, I enjoyed that. Um, anyway, yeah, I feel like that was... That's huge. I don't know if those books are still coming out. Are people still writing these? I don't know. Yeah. But that they was... probably are. <laughs> everywhere. And when I was quite young, I was like, yes, I want to be Amish when I grow up. You know. It's funny because... Uh, meanwhile, I think this, like, bled into my Jesse James obsession somehow, <laughs> so don't ask me to explain. You were like, wagons? <laughs> horses? I do remember realizing <laughs> that the Amish do not ride horses, and then I was yeah. out. Well, here's the thing. I think you really went through a western phase while I was going through a prairie phase, because that was my main in. Yeah, you know? that doesn't explain the Amish. No, but the Amish are, are, it's like vampires in the modern day. (laughs) It's like the twilight of historical fiction. Because they live now, but... They're not hiding. (laughs) I know, but they are like these historical figures that are fantasy to us that we suddenly have in our midst. And there's an air of forbiddenness around it all if we're going to have a romance with one of them. Guess. <laughs> I think that's the appeal for people, you know, and a lot of those books do play with that because they have the super strict moral code. Well, I, I feel like that makes it, that gives it the blanket of safety, you yeah. know, of like, well, there will be no sex in this book. That's true. <laughs> but it also adds a layer of drama and conflict right off the bat because all these things are not allowed to do. Yeah. And usually these books start when they're doing their, what, rumspring or however mm-hmm. they say that, and that's mm-hmm. when they're, like, able to dabble in the world as teenagers and yes. see if they want to commit to the way, you know? Right. And basically, is Dinjarin just Amish? Discuss. <laughs> oh. 
the way. <laughs> They're cultists, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I have it written in the on the corner. It's like, oh yeah, that's a whole thing that you could. It was a whole thing. You could definitely. I had dresses. <laughs> oh yeah, you could definitely find um, other other. That was a safe space, you know, mm-hmm. for discussing media. Um, I knew Amish people. We had Amish family that lived down the road from us for a while, and they leased their, well, didn't lease, their horses grazed on our land for a while. Yes. Um, and I just remember the oldest daughters running down our driveway to ask our, my dad to drive them in our car, car because the cows got out or something, or the horses escaped in Please can we drive us down the road to catch them? That's amazing. (laughs) All right. Do you have more to say about that? No. Okay. Mine from the start is controversial. It's controversial and it's problematic. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. It is the Elsie Dinsmore oh, series. Oh, you've told me about this. Oh, have you heard about the Elsie Just Dinsmore? from you. I, I was I not... I feel like I've niched down. Like, I'm going the nichest right now, and I'm going to build my way out. Sure. Okay? Like... I wasn't this niche. Only Christian homeschoolers <laughs> were reading the Elsie Dinsmore I'm books. not a real Christian homeschooler if I haven't read the series. In the 90s, especially. Um, and I think they were really, like, um, shared by... They were really promoted by some pretty more, like, organizations that were definitely more strict, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, that's how a lot of people heard about them. Fun stories. I ate them up, but they were problematic. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. They were written a long time ago, and these are people from the Deep South. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was, like, racial problematic sure. things in there. I would not have probably caught them at that sure. age. Their family was always nice to their, you know, servants or slash well, slaves. Well, and, I mean, the story is not about them. It's about exactly. the main girl. Exactly. So that's not a focus. Anyway, very much, she's this perfect angel Christian child who, like, could not, like, there's a whole book where, like, her father, who's, like, a wild man, comes back to take care of her because her mom died and she's living with her grandparents or whatever and he's like wants her to do something that she does not feel is morally right so basically the whole book is him like abusing her until she obeys him like you can't eat you have to whatever 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 and her not breaking Mm -hmm. not breaking on her conscience Mm -hmm. that's like a whole book Mm -hmm. and um at book three an allegory you like follow her through her whole life and like there's so many books that like eventually it's about her grandchildren and her children and her grandchildren like Elsie's dead you know after book eight or whatever Mm -hmm. um but as a teenager I ate up this love story but she ends up marrying her father's best friend yeah who's loved her since she was a baby basically Mm -hmm. she's always just been beautiful and perfect but not like Jacob Flagg oh man (laughs) And, um, yeah, basically she's, like, 16, and, um, he loves her so much, and they, uh, end up getting married and having kids, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. love of, love mm-hmm. of. Minimum 25-year age gap. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Romantic. Your, your dad's best friend who's known you since you were born. Yeah, it's real nice. Mm. So gross, isn't it? <clears throat> of course, Sweet. it felt so romantic reading those books as a kid. <laughs> Bad vibes. Immediately, no. Anyway, um, the Elsie Dinsmore stories, like I said, I remember finding them very exciting, very fun. I think they kind of fell under that, like, it was like Deep South um, during the time of the war, the Civil War, mm. I think. Okay. Was the setting because I remember like they left and went overseas <clears throat> to live for a book because they like her dad just like could not choose a side in the war he would not hmm. fight in the war so they just were rich enough to eat out of there till it was over. Hmm. Um, two things I learned from that book series is about peeling oranges and leaving them outside overnight so that they collect the dew which I've never tried, but I really want to. That made such an impression on me that I really should try it. Um, You'd be covered in bugs. Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Um, And how to get blood out of the carpet. (laughs) Life skills. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Uh, Which was? Uh, cold water, obviously. You okay. soak it up and use cold water. You draw it up and use more cold water. You draw it up. There might have been another step too, but I remember that I was like, file that one away for later. <laughs> when I killed the husband that groomed me. <laughs> 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 uh. So that was a little problematic. But I remember enjoying those books a lot as a kid, and a lot of young people and girls in the homeschool circle did. And they are not, they weren't, like, written as doctrination for homeschoolers before anyone gets ideas. Like, they were written a long time ago and published a long time ago. They weren't written, like, in the 90s, you know. No. I just feel like somebody was probably like, ah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Uh, oh, goodness. Well, I was not an Elsie Dinsmore fan, but I was a Mandy fan. <gasps> oh, I forgot about Mandy. I was obsessed with that book series. Yeah, they were almost like Nancy Drew, right? Like Little Miss Yeah, except for it was like 1900. Yeah. Um, and she was like... 11 or something when the book started and um they may have been questionably racist oh yeah any of those old books i feel like they weren't because she called her native american friend who was a cherokee man Mm -hmm. um uncle ned and he would like always looked out for her and then i think you found out that he was actually her uncle? I can't remember how it all played oh, out, because she thought she was an orphan, and then it turned out that she had just been dumped with her relative? Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> if it was, like, a stepmom, mm. or if it was her uncle and stepmom, like, aunt, yeah. um, or what, but, like, ultimately you found out that her mother was alive, mm. and then I think... She married her uncle, like Mandy's uncle. Mm. Um, Because, like, in the end, she has a family. And I don't think 
her, it was like, oh, both of my parents are magically alive. I think she had, like, her mom was actually alive the whole time. It had been a lie. And then she got a new dad, who, of course, conveniently was rich. Um, and then she has this rich grandmother in the city, and uh, her best friend, Joe, that she grew up with in the sticks, mm-hmm. and um, she makes more friends along the way. There's a bunch of these books, like 50, maybe more. Maybe they're still writing them. I don't know. Sure. Um, but each one was like a little mystery, and I ate it up. That's nice. I loved them, and you aged with Mandy and her cat Snowball, and she ended up going like to private school when she was older, and nice. it was fun. I had a ball. I only found those books when I was older, like when we moved to where we, you know, to the area, and, um... They were too contemporary. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know, I just didn't come across them, I guess, mm-hmm. and, um, then the church library had some of those in it, and I remember, like, oh, reading some, checking some mm-hmm. out, and reading them then, and really enjoying them, but I was probably, like, a little too old for them at sure. that point. Sure. I don't know. I'd read them now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. Like, I still like some of these books on this list. Oh, goodness. Okay, so another safe, um, another problematic <laughs> joy. Is My book wasn't problematic, okay? Joe was her age. <laughs> That's good. And yeah, I shipped the heck out of them. That's good. This is going to be so niche, but I definitely knew other Christian homeschoolers who were obsessed with this as well. So it's not as niche as you would think. Leads me to my other point, my other overlap of content that you know like the christian homeschoolers could consume was there was a niche for old musicals and anytime as i got older and like the public schoolers would be like oh yeah those homeschool freaks you can always tell you can always tell i'm like yeah i guess but they're no different than your freaks you know like the homeschool freaks are just like your theater kids don't act like they're not Like, we're all weird in our own way, but we're all kind of weird in the same way. <laughs> Whether it's your anime kids or your musical I theater don't kids. don't think anyone ever called me a theater kid. <laughs> Just saying. It's similar weirdnesses. Um, that leads me to my content of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh. <laughs> Which <laughs> I have seen... Ripped to shreds by people watching it in horror who did not grow up. so good, though. Exactly. (laughs) Who did not grow up with it. But every comment ever, under every TikTok or whatever you see about this is just people going like, yeah, it's so bad, but it's so good. But I loved it. (laughs) But I loved it. Yeah. It's so bad. (laughs) The premise is um, these... Uh, Seven woodsmen brothers. They get some brides. (laughs) uh, Go and kidnap the ladies from the townsfolk that they like and hold them hostage in their house for an entire winter season until their kinfolk can come get them in the spring. And during that time, those girls all fall in love with them. Yeah, nobody dies. It's great. It's beautiful. They (laughs) all fun little tunes. Live happily ever after. (laughs) The guy that I saw talking about this on TikTok, he breaks apart all all these movies and is like, yikes, he's comedic. Um, Like, it rolled and he was like, I just can't believe people even like that. And he starts humming the (laughs) the women were seven seven. Funny. Did you have a favorite brother? I'm sure I had one that seemed the most handsome. Hmm. I don't know. Let me pull up a picture. 
I thought, I remember thinking Francis was kind of cute. But no. Uh, and I also like. The child? Francis was not the child. Gideon was the child. Whatever. <laughs> I hate that I know their names. So. Benjamin was kind of handsome too. That sounds better. <laughs> I just remember that they were alphabetical by they were. age. <laughs> Some of those guys look like older than the Well, ones. yeah, they probably Adam. probably were. Ooh, that's a lot of stage makeup, buddy. Mm. <laughs> anyway, great music. Fun times. <laughs> Full of bops, honestly. <laughs> Full of bops. <laughs> I I did not experience that until I was like mid teens, oh, probably. Man. But oh. I I think I liked it. It's great. <laughs> it's horrible, but it's great. Like I explained the premise, it sounds like a horror movie because that's what it would be. It yeah. would be a horror. But it's movie. also like you know, kind of tropey. It's a yes. little bit like the <gasps> there was only one bed trope. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And I, I, I think people really like, I think the reason we glommed onto it as young girls, like, yeah, it was romantic as messed up as that was, but it had all those fun things, like, they do a barn raising, mm-hmm. and it's singing and dancing, mm-hmm. and everyone's in their, you know, dresses from the time period, yeah. and the patchwork quilts. Well, and, and the... as awful as it is, like, they learned to compromise. <laughs> The women made them better when. So. It, they, they did. They did. That's what women have to do for them. And what ha- the, the dramatic scene that looks so bad is the men trying to get the women to go back, right? But it looks yeah. like they're trying to get them to stay. Yes, yes, yes. They, they don't want to go back. The, they're like, the women, yeah, don't want to go back at that point. And the older brother's like, yeah, we messed up. We have to take them back. Exactly. To their they learned. Their brothers. <sighs> <laughs> What do you got next? Um, I this is a little bit niche, but it's a me niche thing. Okay. It's not like a broad homeschool topic. Got it. Um Once Upon a Time (laughs) (laughs) I went to a little Bible church Mm -hmm. and um I I can't remember if I actually ended up working in the library, Mm. so I had a church library, or not, but I wanted to, Mm -hmm. and I found a Western in there, and I was like, is this a thing that I didn't know existed? Because I was pretty dumb, Mm. pretty pretty sheltered, pretty much just like reading my books in the corner, didn't know what was out in the world, you know? (laughs) Um, And so I found a Stephen Bly Western. And I devoured it, and then I read every book he ever wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has kind of a variety of, like, modern and historical novels. Mm-hmm. And I really ate up the historical ones. I liked the modern ones, too. But um, I feel like the historical fiction is the safe homeschool realm. Yes, yes. Um and so I read all of those. Nice. And just love them. And they had, I don't know, he had a broad spectrum of characters, and they were all super fun. He had a lot of series, so you'd mm-hmm. get the same characters over and over again. And it's just a good time. Yeah. 
just a good time. I've read some of his books now because you love them so much, mm-hmm. and they are great. Mm-hmm. He's a good author. It's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. They don't give me super strong homeschooler vibes. No, they're not. <laughs> they're really not. They're just technically inspirational yeah. fiction. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, the next one is, I think, probably what everyone would most likely come to their mind if I brought this topic up. And that is, in fact, the one, the only, Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Which I think was read in public schools and everywhere yeah. when we were young kids. Yeah. That's where I say there was a real surgence of this, like, in the broad world mm-hmm. at the time. But, um... <laughs> I love them. I have very fond memories. My mom read me that whole series. We cried together on the couch did when Jack that... died. <laughs> did that come first? Or did the show come first for you? The books, for sure. Okay. I watched the show when I was visiting my grandma and grandpa. Okay. Because they would have cable. Sure. And it would be on like all morning long. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch it when I was there visiting. And then Thelma, a lady who was at our church, uh, when we moved here, would always record it on... VHS nice. off the TV, and mm-hmm. she had like every episode ever recorded. Nice, and she would have multiple copies of them. So then she would give us extras that she had. Very nice. So that was very sweet of her to do. Um, but I remember reading those books with my mom and crying. And mm-hmm. I know these books have been in hot water lately because there's race racist things in them, because. Ma's racist. She's scared of the Indians as they walk into her home, as mm-hmm. they drive across the thing. And yeah, she does mm-hmm. have negative stereotypes that they talk about in those books and all yeah. that stuff. But my mother read them to me correctly, and we paused on those moment, moments yeah. to discuss whether that was appropriate or not, and that it was not appropriate, and she shouldn't be so judgmental towards these sure. people and all these different things. Sure. So, I don't know. Kids are more intelligent than people give them credit for. Like, do your due diligence as a parent, guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, good. Good memories. Me and my mom read those together. I think during our school years, always. And yeah, I just I just remember like being six <laughs> and like crying when you thought Jack dies and then he comes back and everything's okay but then he actually dies later in the series and just like weeping with my mom wow (laughs) over the dog dying fun times (laughs) oh man and also those books probably greatly contributed to my rat phobia because in the long winter when you know, they have nothing, basically, mm-hmm. and everything's starving and dying. There's a chapter where they're sleeping in the middle of the night, and they wake up because there's a rat chewing the hair off of Pa's head, yum, and yum. he picks it up and throws it against the wall, basically. Yeah. Did they eat it? Probably. I don't remember. Probably blacked out after that. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Did you read those books ever growing up? Yeah. All of them, or just a few? I think I read all of them once. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I don't know. I think I liked it. I read them so many times. I, I don't know if I read them more than once, maybe. I still have mine. I think I stole from my parents' house, and like the covers have all fallen off because I've read them so many times. Did she have a daughter? Rose. Mm-hmm. Who wrote books? I don't know if Rose wrote the books or not, but she there's books about her. 
about Rose. Because I think I read those. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know if she wrote them or not. No, she did not. Um, I probably read all of those. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, The Little Farm in the Ozarks. Yeah. Little I, House on Rocky Ridge. I think those, like, came out when we were young. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But so, that makes sense. All right, what's next on your list? Um, by Purity Standards. <laughs> You're going by Purity. I was going from most to least controversial. <laughs> Oh, I'm going by purity. Um, <laughs> next is the Love Comes Softly Hallmark movie oh. series. Not the Jeanette Oak, right? She's the one who wrote it? Um, book yes. series. Mm-hmm. I did not read those. But you I had, like I said, a little... I had many problems. Um, and one was that I didn't really read adult books. Mm. I think I thought I wasn't allowed. Yeah. Um, so I did not ever read the books. But the movies came out on... Hallmark Channel, I think, Ooh. originally. Probably. Um, the first movie, Love Comes Softly, is wonderful. Okay, I did not grow up with these, and I just watched that for the first time a couple years ago with you, and I agree it was wonderful. It's a delightful movie. It's like Sarah Plain and Tall, the book, is like almost the same story yeah. as that movie, and I loved it. <laughs> so good, and, you know, um, not to bring back Dale Midkiff, but oh, no. he's also in this movie. <laughs> okay, I'm not obsessed with him, and I still liked <laughs> He's a delight. A gift. Um, I had, have, had all of the movies. Oh, really? All of them? Um, they slowly, one by one, decreased their budget, which with each one, they got a little worse each time. No. Uh, Catherine Heigl's not in any more of them. Just the first one? Is the character still there? Yep. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's not a great choice. Mm-hmm. I also remember, I'm confused, because I remember, like, two blonde women, but I think one is Missy, oh, grown sure. up, mm-hmm. and then I think the other one is the replacement Catherine Heigl. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the adult Missy is January Jones. Oh, really? At least for a while. <laughs> Until they replace her. Too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I loved the third movie because there were outlaws in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my shtick. Nice. Um, anyway, first movie. Solid romance. Very wholesome and pure, but very, very sweet and romantic. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I feel like that was a big, there were Christian homeschoolers gushing about those yeah. movies and book series. Yeah. They were a big deal when they came out. Um, I would say, um, I think next on my list I have Anne of Green Gables, mm. except for... I uh, don't think I ever read those books growing up. I didn't. Plenty of people did. I watched the PBS yeah. movies that are mm-hmm. still so popular that, mm-hmm. you know, Gilbert Blythe and, and New Girl. <laughs> those ones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, which I remember sobbing through those as well. Because Matthew dies. You have yeah. to sit through that. So yeah. sad. Is he, he's the, yeah. 
He's the grandpa from yeah. Lassie. Is he? That's traumatizing. So sad. I think that so man sad. also dies in the Stephen King misery he's, movie. He's so sweet. Yes. He's the sweetest Matthew, too. He's the sweetest Matthew. He just... The cutest old man you ever did see. He really is. Like, any old man that's going to be in, like, a Norman Rockwell painting that's like, oh, precious, that's him. Yeah. Like, he's just that old man. He just walked right out of a Norman Rockwell painting. He's too precious. I love him. Anyway, I remember those movies. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Is he actually dead? (laughs) Probably. That was a long time ago. Um... I have since been looking for those movies, like, streaming or on DVD, and I don't think they've quite got their act together. Like, I think you can maybe buy a complete DVD set for, like, a hundred and some dollars, and I'm just like, okay, it's three movies. He died in 2000. (laughs) (laughs) That was so long ago. She's going to cry about it now. I am. (laughs) Richard Farnsworth. Yes, he's the best. Those movies are so good, and that Anne is so good. She's so plucky and feisty and yeah she did wonderfully they really cast them at a good age and just played well the like girlhood to womanhood spectrum like i just saw clips of that the other day and i was like oh wow yeah by the end when they're like married and stuff like that i don't you ever remember watching it that far like i must have but i have no memory of that because i have the whole book series now Mm -hmm. and i read the second book and that's as far as I've gotten. And yeah. I'm just like, I have no idea what happens. Yeah. Well, I, I see. I must have watched them all once. I know we had the first one. And it was like a two VHS yeah. <laughs> movie box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that one the most. And I think I watched the second one. I'm guessing I watched the third one, but I really don't remember what happens in that. Mm. Is that it, then? I think there's three. Okay. But I'm not sure. I remember. Um, I don't feel like that was like... Uh, something I returned to mm-hmm. as a kid, I know I saw that. Mm-hmm. Like, the first Anna Green Gables uh, episode or movie-length miniseries you're talking about. I know I saw that. Yeah. I did not read the books. I don't remember that being, like, something that I, like, played in the woods. You mm-hmm. know? It should have been, but... Mm-hmm. Do you have another one? I have two more. Okay. I have a few. Um... Um, we're getting a little more scandalous. A little more scandalous. Um, I adored, and still do, need to find it, have been struggling, um, the Kelly Martin TV series of Christy. (gasps) Christy! I never read the book. I just bought the book, like, this year. Yeah. I have not read it yet, um... And I know there are other versions. Like, there might be a movie or another miniseries. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Not as good as this. Mm-hmm. This is the best. This is the one. Okay? It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. The drama. The romance. Oh, just ate it up. I just feel like I don't remember. Because I read the book and I watched. I'm not sure if it's this one or a different one. Mm-hmm. But I watched a series of it and mm-hmm. I liked it a lot too mm-hmm. but I, I struggle to remember much beyond doesn't she go there to be a teacher she goes there to be a teacher mm-hmm. um and it's like a mining town right yeah it's like the deep south mm-hmm. Appalachia yeah um I want to say Cumberland Gap is that right or is that just from I have a no song idea. um yeah Cutter Gap sorry um 
and her romance. It's a love triangle between her and David and her and Dr. McNeil, who is this elderly, horrible-looking, awful Scottish man. <laughs> I was twice her age, and I did not ship it. I was very angry when they ended up together. <laughs> but you still love it. <laughs> I just enjoyed it so much, except for that part. <laughs> we gotta watch it. I want to watch it again I'm so, so badly. I'm so down to watch it was it. so solid. I just remember, like, all the characters were so good, mm-hmm. and they were fun together, mm-hmm. and I think I would probably hate David now. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of a spineless little whiny bud. You'd be but shipping. You'd be shipping him with the, with the old man. Probably. Now, because we're old. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my thing now. So, <laughs> um, I have going back to my musicals are okay. <clears throat> um, Sound of Music. Oh yeah. I don't think it was normal for public school kids to be as obsessed with Sound of Music. <laughs> that was such a homeschool. I don't. Experience. I feel like I have just osmosis that entire movie. <laughs> Because I never enjoyed it, but I I don't remember a time that I didn't know it. It was also a two-part VHS. Yeah. It's still a two-part VHS, man. It's like years of your life just uh, all gone. So good, though. Mm. Honestly, I stand by Sound of Music. It's got everything. It's got... <laughs> I think as young girls, we were just, like, grasping at any romance that came our way. We were like... Yes, <laughs> Sound of Music has a romance. This anal retentive <laughs> jerkwad. <laughs> Love him. The mountain men stealing their brides and going to preferable <laughs> romance. <laughs> We're just so desperate. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh uh, man. Anyway, it's great. Sound of Music is great. Obviously, I don't have to argue the greatness of Sound of Music. It's considered a classic. It is. It's got bops. It's got jams. It's got Nazis. It's got everything. <laughs> um, yes, that was a, a favorite. Do you have more? I have a few more categories of things. I have one... Not really category. We kind of already touched on it, but we can go a little bit deeper with it. Okay. But otherwise, I have Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, which we said was a little It was a little scandalous. Spicy. There is that honeyberry <laughs> after all. I think the reason I watched this was because my mom really Ooh. liked Sully. <laughs> Who can blame her? I can. say he never really did it for me but my defense is kind of useless yeah because you like to hate yeah <laughs> the, oh, the awful gross man bartender who's sexist and keeps whores and kind of handsome though <laughs> he's terrible eh, you know oh. tomatoes not teach their own let's leave it at that um sully's the the i would have Mountain Man. I would have been into him, too. He's that, like, typical, like, why didn't they cast a Native American man for this role? Because it was the 90s, so it's, like, a white man who's pretending to be... He's not! He's not! (laughs) He's a white man! (laughs) He never says he's not! I know that, but it's like, they always make them, like, have these principles and be friends with the Native Americans and know how to live off the land and be in tune with nature. Bridging the gap. Okay. (laughs) 
that show went on for many, many seasons, it's and good. each season has like twenty-four episodes or something, mm-hmm. and I pretty much always enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was just a fun time, and yes. there were so many fun elements because it was post-Civil War, yep. and she's from Boston, mm-hmm. so she's used to find fancy things, and then she goes to medical school, and there are no female doctors, so she goes out west because they just need doctors and they nobody will take her seriously as a woman doctor Mm -hmm. and um i don't know just fun premise and there's like always that element has like that drama oh yeah potential oh so much drama and like there's such a big cast of characters in their town Mm -hmm. yep and it's so fun she ends up adopting kids right you know i love that Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we, we watched many of the seasons recently. I got to experience mm-hmm. it for the first time. I did not grow up with it. And it was it was real good. Mm-hmm. It was real good. Solid. It's very solid. A little sexual. Well, there are some <laughs> spicy times. And there are, you know, like a character who was a prostitute and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ban that Mara. from my children's eyes, I guess. Um, She's got a heart of gold, though. <laughs> And Horace loves her. <laughs> it's very cute, actually. <laughs> and Hank does too, actually. Well, Hank's a piece of trash. <laughs> I never said he wasn't. Not as much as a piece of trash to the other man that I hate. The barber. Yeah. He's awful. He's the worst. He's the worst one. Interesting take. He's the worst. You hate one. him more than Hank. He's the mayor, right? Yeah. Because Hank knows he's a scumbag. Okay. <laughs> Hank's like, yeah, I'm a scumbag, mm-hmm. and this guy's like, I'm a good man. Let me <laughs> just pretend to be righteous while I'm being a scumbag to everybody. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what does Jack Sparrow say? <laughs> like you can always trust the dishonest man to be dishonest. Sure. It's the honest ones you gotta watch out for. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> Do you have more on your list? No. Alright, I have a few hot takes. Um, let's see here. Old sad animal books. What? Were acceptable, usually. What did you just say? Old sad animal oh, okay. books, you know, like where the red fern grows. Old I'd, Yeller. No, I was not about that. Life. Anything that was gonna make you cry. Black Beauty, like, you know, that was always acceptable. Oh, Black so. Beauty's a good movie. <laughs> sad. I won't hear anything about. It's that. not that sad. <laughs> it is sad. It's mostly happy. No. <laughs> I feel like. Like Mandy, Nancy Drew was usually pretty safe bet, too. Because it was old enough that, like, even though it wasn't historical, like, mm. most people had read a Nancy Drew book, you know? It wasn't scandalous. It wasn't that, like, she had a boyfriend, kind of, but... Yeah. He was just Ken, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Ned. <laughs> the top of my list probably one of the top of my no no I have another one this was not so much when we were young no one was reading it when we were really young but as I got older these girls started to read this sometimes but only if they were the kind of person whose parents valued this was all like the Jane Austen books Victorian romance 
Victorian romance was another big offshoot of the historical Interesting. Homeschool well, I was going to say, I feel like the Christian inspirational historical romance <laughs> yeah. fiction, yeah. usually you take the romance out of there. Mm-hmm. Because Christian inspirational was enough to imply there will be battles of the heart. Of the heart. <laughs> yeah. It will be, you know, Jesus or Ken. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're going to, there's going to be... Yeah. Struggles. Tensions. Mm-hmm. Um... But that was, like, it. Yeah. (laughs) That's where it was at. Like, you were reading those books or you weren't. And, like, that was the only place that I ever experienced, like, Mm -hmm. acceptable romance in media, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I I feel like it was less of a sure thing that everyone had read an Austin book because... They weren't Christian-based. They weren't Christian-based, and also it was, like... A lot of homeschooling parents weren't, like, forcing their kids to read classic literature. Some right. of them were, but yeah. not everybody was. And yeah. they're, they're a little harder to read, you mm-hmm. know, than yeah, some of the Yeah, you might stuff. give your girls, like, some ideas. A college education. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> we don't want that. So, there was, like, a sect of, of them that, like, it was like, okay, yeah. Let me yeah, be clear, was... I was not part of the brainy sect. <laughs> That was really into the Victorian side. It wasn't all prairie, you know. Like there sure. was the Edwardian Victorian. Just romance. anything before the year nineteen hundred was Big, probably okay. Yes. <laughs> like racism, fine. <laughs> Sexual revolution, not okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. War, good times. <laughs> A little little spicy drama. <laughs> Um, my top pick on here, which was modernly released, but still most of the homeschoolers were okay with it, though there were some who opposed the company for other reasons and would not let their kids read them. The American Girl books. The joy of my life for a few years. (laughs) Potentially the stem of some of my issues, but... (laughs) Discuss. Know and you like are reading how you know a girl your age is saving her family through the Great Depression and World War II and the Civil Rights Movement. You kind of go like, oh, maybe I'll have to do that someday. <laughs> I didn't struggle with that. <laughs> I was probably like, this is boring. There aren't even horses. <laughs> Felicity had horses. I, that one bored me to tears. It's it's the Revolutionary War. Did you make it to the good books, though? No, I don't think I ever read those. Mm. Loved them. Loved them I liked pieces. a I very specific like time period in history. Yes. And it was the homeschool acceptable range yes. of 1860 Kirsten. to 1900. Kirsten was the one that I yeah. had a dog of. Boring. I, excuse me. <laughs> No horses, just, As like, oxen. As we discussed, she grew up on the prairie, yeah. which is what I did. No, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> You're a civilian. You're a regular person. <laughs> she was fun, though. I loved, I, loved, I love all their stories. They're all so different, yet they all follow, like, a similar formula, which is, like, genius. I don't know. Mm. Whoever just, like, made this a thing was mm. genius. Every girl has six books. 
they all have like a meet the person, then a go to school one, and then like a Christmas one, and then a birthday one, and then there's a saves the day one, and then there's a they've grown as a person, and that's their last book, Mm -hmm. you know? And depending on what they are or where they are at or what their cultural traditions are, all those things are slightly different. Right. And it was such a neat look into different cultures. And I feel like they did that really well. And Within it, America. Yes, yes. At a time period that was, that was like, the first time some of that stuff was being yeah. done, I felt like. Yeah, where no, for it was sure. like, you're going to follow Josefina, you're going to learn all about her kind of experience. Right. You're going to follow Addie, you know, in this time period and learn all about that experience. Kaya, you know, like, all these different things. And yet you learn so much, yeah, cultural tradition, but also history of that exact time period. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating. I remember I being mad that the Kaya mm-hmm. time period was too early. Yes. For me. For cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> the artwork in those books, though. Just gorgeous. 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 And they always had, like, a little, like, educational couple pages at the back, kind of, mm-hmm. like, like delved into how you pronounce certain things. Yeah, and, and the things that they used. The things that they used yeah. and what they were culturally yep. and like like with Kaya, like what tribe they were from mm-hmm. and what it was used and for. And her horse was gorgeous. Oh, yes. I loved them. It was a genius racket, I'm sure, for marketing yeah. because they had expensive dolls and accessories and books I had and blah, 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 But they were, I still have all the books. I love the books. I'd read them again right now. Like, they were just a, such a fun time. Yeah. And they've made movies of most of the girls at this point. There's no Josefina. There isn't, no. No, they've just picked and chosen whatever they want to do. Well, it's I not like they done... went through all of them. Yeah, I guess not. There's no Kaya. There's no Kaya. There's no Josefina. No, there's no Kirsten. There's an Addie, and there's no Kirsten. There's just, like, they Samantha. Like the most popular ones, probably. Samantha's the most popular yeah, one? Yeah, everyone liked snobby rich Samantha. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Um, and then um, they had Felicity, and they had... Kit. Kit. And they've done, like, like not DVD releases, but they've done, like, the new ones. Remember we watched recently, mm-hmm. like, they did one for that Melody Girl, and... Was that the gymnastics one? The or Sky Girl. Just... No. There was a gymnastics one, but there was the Sage one. Right. And there was, one. like, the one that was in the 60s, remember? I think that was... Is that Melody? I don't remember that one. And then there was the one that was, like, Julie and her friend Ivy. <sighs> I kind of remember that. And they were good movies. I just don't know why they won't <laughs> go back and do, like, Josefina and Kirsten right. and Addie. Yeah. So those were such exciting like heroin I wonder tales. if it is a budget thing because I feel like those movies got smaller and smaller budget. That's true. That's and true. like maybe I just aged way up, but I also felt like they were playing to younger and younger audiences. Yeah, I think that's true. And I feel like if they were going to go and do the historical ones it would take more. Well, and there also money. I don't maybe it's just not a market for it right now because like the historical ones We hate America. Well, <laughs> I don't think they were darker. Yeah. And, like, like Addie, her first book is her running away right. from a plantation with her mom and yeah. almost drowning in the creek when she did it. I don't think I ever read those. Oh, so intense. <laughs> but, like, and whereas the newer ones are usually a little less intense. Sure. You yeah. know? So maybe that's part of the, like, we can't have scary kids media anymore mm-hmm. or upsetting kids media We also like that. can't acknowledge history, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... I loved them. I remember I had a friend when I was like 10. Her name was Hannah. Um, And we would 
talk we would play outside in the woods like by her house and by my house and we would play you know American Girl, Little House in the Prairie, or like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Nice. Like these are the things that we would play. Mm-hmm. She had like a computer game program, which was American Girl, where you could like build their houses. And <gasps> I stuff. think I had that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. I remember I had all the American Girl paper dolls. I had those too. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you. <laughs> A thriving industry. <laughs> yeah, paper dolls. Wow. When the cattle. Go- we sound like we were from the year nineteen hundred. We were in the prairie. That was our childhood. Paper dolls. We grew up in the prairie in the outdoors. <sighs> With paper dolls. Amazing. Oh, man, I. Uh, <laughs> I also had the Padme Amidala paper dolls. So what's the thing that came back around? Yeah, I, I do feel like I had some like two thousands. <laughs> fashion paper dolls (laughs) oh man I loved Little House in the Prairie books and um I really loved the um wow why can't I read it Little House in the Prairie Little House in the Prairie and American Girl I think those were probably like the top top tier for me Mm -hmm. out of this list of content. Did you have a top tier for Oh, Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. And then my little Amish stint. Yes. And then I became an outlaw. (laughs) (laughs) Then you were like, this good Christian homesteading wife thing is not for me. No. I was like, Jesse James. (laughs) I knew something. (laughs) (sighs) I don't care if riding horses is unladylike. Exactly. So am I. <laughs> well, I, after the stint is when I became really obsessed with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I never disliked these things. No. But this was kind of pre-me, like, diving head first into fantasy and never right. really resurfacing, so. <laughs> Fair. Oh, man. Well, any closing thoughts? No be very curious here from all of you yeah especially if you you know whether you were or weren't homeschooled especially if you weren't homeschooled are you familiar with any of these yeah things? that would be interesting <laughs> to know if you are, i guess the same age as us i doubt they're like reading little house in the prairie in school anymore but i think they were when we were young yeah at least I think the first so. one yeah. you know but uh good good times indeed <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Also, Veggie Tales. We didn't talk about <laughs> That breaks the oh. whole... <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Uh, that's its own podcast. <laughs> that's its own podcast. Oh, man. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.